Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oi, 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 three points in the gap, you know, all the stuff, you know who it is, it's me, Pundi J, I mean, because you know something, listen, let me tell you something, yeah, I thought City fumbled the bag, you know, listen, 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 yeah, I thought City were going to fumble the bag, I did, I thought they were going to fumble it, you get me, but listen, season finale day, the Etihad has like, like a movie in it, do you know what I'm saying, you know how it gets down at the Etihad final day of the season, Hollywood, wish they had these kind of scripts, but they don't, because we do, it's the Premier League, and this is what we're here to talk about, you know what I'm saying, so listen, DJ, Lock off the music a second because you know something, yeah. I had my TV on watching the United match. I had the City match on my phone. Do you know what I mean? I was, I was, and listen, I tell you, I tell you what, right? That first half there. Do you know what I'm saying, Mike? I'm gonna come to you right now, yeah, because that first half, you've got to explain to me how you was feeling. Because even me as a United fan watching that, I was thinking, oh my lord, did it for the title? You get me? I couldn't believe it, bro. Talk, talk to me, bro. I was, I was, how was, was you feeling? Yes. What's that, bro? I'm having your party, you friend. Yo. Oh, my God. What was that? 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 I can't. I'm not This is going to be tough, That was one of the most horrible experiences. I thought, I thought 2012 was, was horrible and that. But at least in 2012, we went 1-0 up and then they've gone down to 10 minutes. They've got 10 minutes. You're you doing all of that. When Coutinho scored that goal, that, 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 all sorts were going through my head. That, that, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> we've actually really going to throw this away against a team that's... When you really think about it, a bottom half, bottom half of the table team. Um, but from start... From, from, to answer your question, the start, lineup for me was suspect. I, I didn't get the Fernandinho starting at centre-back. And to be fair, when we went 2-0 down... That's who was going through me. Yeah, he's been a great servant for the club, and it's gonna win like this. Like mm. and I know, it, I don't know. He's give his all, and I thought there's no way it can end like this. But yeah, I don't. I, I, my head was all over the shop. I, I, I start. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't think. I was thinking 
you come in my head talking, I think last week on the pod, you went, it's all written, Coutinho, and that came in, what, right? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Turning my phone off, putting it back in for another month. I thought, absolutely, no chance. Um, hey, so, yeah, listen. I couldn't believe it. Nah, trust, man. Listen, I was watching that. Yeah, I saw the nerves in the stand. I saw nerves on the pitch. I was thinking, what's going on? I said, why can't the play? Why can't well? Why can't they pass the ball five yards properly to each other? Do you know what I mean? And then obviously, like like you said, Villa scored the two, and I thought, nah, this is this is terrible. City can't go out like this. And obviously, Liverpool. When I heard that they were losing as well, I thought, right, come on, Wolves. You know what I mean? You started supporting Wolves and all that. I've supported everyone in the last five weeks. Do you, get <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, but go on, Mike. Nah, I agree, I agree. It was, yeah, another one. Send another one. Another Remy Martin coming down. It's all going off round here. <laughs> you, you know what? Lance, I know you've not been involved for a while. But, <laughs> but winning league titles and that, there's, there's no greater feeling, I'll tell you that now. But like you said, <laughs> for, 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 for 70 minutes, I'm watching the clock thinking, Jesus Christ, this is... It's just ticking away. It was, it was like one of those timing things with Sander, quicksand timer, and I'm thinking... It's going too fast, all yeah. this. At 1-0, yeah. I felt uncomfortable because I didn't think we were playing that well. And as you said, passes were going astray. And even though we were creating the odd little chance in there, it didn't feel like, yeah, we're peppering the goalie. This, so, it's mad. Because before the game, I, I did. I, I, I said to you, I think I said to you, Paul, I think I said on air last week that I don't really get nervous and all that before games. It don't really bother me. It's like, well, we've been there, done it. But for some reason, this morning I woke up and thought, Jesus what if we, we don't get over the line? So I, yeah. I purposely stayed off all social media, but I don't want any signs for us or against us. I don't want anything. Got all superstitious this morning. Yeah. And then what happens at about, about three o'clock, I jump out. Now about half two, I think, you know, just go and have a sneaky look. Hear the Aston Villa's main keepers out. I think, I'm not buying it. Look, I've seen, I've seen someone dump a line going, but put your money on City. It's a banker. He's going to let 15 goals in. But this is what I didn't want to see. He's going to have a storm. Yeah. He's going to have the storm of his life. He's going to save a penalty in the last minute. He's going to give Liverpool a title. My head was just all over the place and that. So jump back off. And then when I seen the team, I thought, right, what's he thinking here? If we've got Kyle Walker and he's going to have his fit, why is Fernandinho mm. starting at setback? Maybe bring him on for the last 15 if we if we need someone in the field to kind of bolster that if we're under the cosh. But, but yeah. yeah. It was, it, nah, was a, for real. it was a terrible first half, to be honest with you, in terms of we didn't create much and that whole, they've gone down what the other end had one chance and scored. You know, oh my God, it, it, it is going to happen. We've really had, look, we've had a couple of these last year ones and we've always come out on top. This is going to be the day we don't. Where do I go? <laughs> Am I off work tomorrow? And you start, oh, <laughs> I'm going to Where do I go? Do I have to to anyone? And that, stay away from all the group chats, start blocking group. I started blocking group chats early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, nah, I hear you. I hear you. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, like against West Ham, obviously, um, Zinchenko was sleeping and a goal was scored. Cancelo was sleeping and a goal was scored. And obviously, he's looking at it thinking, bloody hell, what's going on with City's left backs, man? Why are they not concentrating and that? Do you know what I mean? But listen, when, when that second... Oi, actually, Mike, I've got a ball to pick with you. Because, Motty, this guy has been on my line for about... How many years has Gundogan been at City? Oh, Probably God. about, what, five years or something? This guy's been telling me every week, you know, Motty, oh, do you know what it is, Pundit? See this Gundogan guy, right? Oh, he just does... I don't know what it is. He's just not good. At the, we need to sort of... Rodri, 
Now, Rodri, Marty, he's told me about Rodri. I've had the, nah, the nah, natural nah. about Rodri. Do, 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 Rodri, Rodri, oh. Rodri is out on Rodri. Rodri's one of them 50 50. And I'll admit, I'll give <laughs> you a good dugging for time. I was like, nah, yo. Backwards and sideways. But well, you know what? It's all under the carpet. He's a legend. I'm <laughs> And then obviously, not least, last but not least, KDB. Do you know what this guy said to me about KDB five years ago, Mike? He Stop said, it. nah, pundit, I don't know about De Bruyne, you know. He's good. I don't think he's able to lead us to anything, you know, pundit. I'm not too sure. I'm used to David Silver and all that. This guy, listen, Mike, you got to hold your hand up today. Gundogan, Rodri and KDB. Didn't have the, none of them had the great first half. Gundogan was on the bench anyway. Come on, change the game. Ball hit the back of the net. And I was like, you know what? City man flipping out. How many more? How many more of these movies are you man gonna create? Three, two again as well. I was like, what? What is this? You get me? Meanwhile, I look up at my telly. Crystal Palace one, Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it was all going, at that point, it was all going fantastic. It was a great send to a season ever. Uh, um, hey, you know, listen. You know, you know what I would say? Uh, so under the KDB thing, what I, what I did say, I never, I always thought he was a decent player, but what I was coming off the back of watching Yaya Torre, and I thought. I don't think I'm ever going to see a player like that in our midfield ever again. And to me, I've said you do it, Motty, with, with, with Brian Robson. And I think yeah. some would argue Scott McTominay is kind of overtaking him. But anyway. <laughs> 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 How many of you have? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and, and you, you, you see a player and you think, we're just never going to get any better than that. So no matter what they're doing there, you're just not going to give it to them. And that, like I say, over the last few or four weeks, like, to be fair, over the last few seasons, KDB has been absolutely top-notch in it. He just does it a different way in it. And, I, and for me, Yaya Torre was it. Same with Fernandinho. When he was playing DM in his prime, I, I still don't think Robbie's better than him, but he's, he's better than him now. But in, in Fernandinho's prime, he was just a guy there that would add everything in there. But I actually thought about this today, you know, Pundi. I actually have swing towards... Rodri is City's player of the season, you know. No, he's had a great season, you know. He's had a fantastic season. When you look at some of the games he's popped up in, even with the goals, forget the goals, even though he's popped up with some great goals, some of his, his, his closing down play and, and blocking and, and shutting the opposition off, you know. Yeah. I think, to be fair, I'd give that player of the season to everyone. Everyone's got the trophy this year for me. <laughs> what, what, what a season of all I've got now. Rodri, on a serious start, I think Rodri's been immense. You know what it is with him, bro? You see, Rodri, yeah, he's a big unit, right? But at the same time, he can play ball. So what you're getting is the best of both worlds in it. And what he's learned, he's learned how to use his size and his unit, yeah, because he's been watching Fernandinho. So if Fernandinho's your teacher, you're going to, as a pupil, you're going to pick up some bloody good stuff. Do you get me? So he's picked up some good stuff, but he's always had the footballing ability. So once you've got that feet locked, once you've got your eyes and you're able to scan, and that's on lock, the physical side of it, that's the next question. And do you know what? This season, 25 years old, he looks like a Ballon d'Or nominee inside that centre midfield, you get me? Young guy, still not necessarily banging the middle of his peak yet. Do you understand? He's still, he's still got to get there and he's still doing fantastic stuff. So as a fan, just as a, of football, just watching a guy perform, you've got to hold your hands up and say, do you know what? Fantastic performance from him this season. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And listen, we're going to talk about performances and we're going to talk about things like that, right? Listen, Bolden, fourth Premier League title, Kid's not even 22 yet. Yeah, so when you look at it now, or he might be 22, but he's 21 or 22 anyway. Four Premier League titles in his in his cabinet at home in Stockport. Do you get me? Like, what what more can you ask for as a young kid? 
And when we're going to talk about City and what they're achieving, and some people don't like to admit it, they don't like to say it, do you know what I mean? Because even for, for whatever reason it is, but the, the Premier League champions, under-23 champions, under-18 champions, KDB player of the season, Foden, young, young player of the season, that is total domination. Four, win, four title wins out of five. These are just facts, innit? So how are we going to deal what, with the facts? Do you know what, Jay? Do you know what, Jock, Bundy? It's great story. I'm just... Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at Motty here and I can see him thinking, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> do, you know all, do you know all the joy that I had that the fact the Scousers weren't winning the league? It's just gone now. It's just you know, like... I was, kind of, I was buzzing, like, for about 30 seconds when you won it. I was like, thank God for that. It's more relief. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I was doing what Pundit is doing. I had, like, your game on, on my laptop. We was doing a watch-along. We had the, the, the Palace game. I don't even want to talk about that. We'll get to that later. And then I was looking at... I was flipping over to the Liverpool one. And then when you went two goals behind, I was like, these can't mess this up, man. We can't have the Scousers winning the league. And then when you won, and it was all over, I was, I was like, happy for about 10 seconds. Then it sort of sinks in. It's like, yeah, but City have won another title, haven't they? So it's not like it's all sunshine and rainbows. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then when you're listing all the things that City are winning and all the titles and everything and what's going on at United, it's it's a, it's difficult to take, it is, but, you know, I'm just yeah. going to the fact that it could have been a little bit worse today because as as bad as Mike's is levered and, and bragging and that, I can, he's all right. Where it was all the Scousers, <laughs> there's no way I could cope because you know, the only thing I was hoping for, right, this, is how, this is, sounds crazy, right? What I wanted, I wanted, like, you guys to be drawing to all until the last kick of the game and then I wanted Gun. I don't care who it was to score the winner, and that could get rid of the Aguero thing, and that could replace it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have to watch that Aguero goal every time Sky was on. We could watch Gundogan or whatever in the ninety-fourth minute, because like Sky have picked this up as the greatest title race ever. So I thought, right, let, please let it be like a last kick of the game winner for City, and then we can, you know, they win the title. The Scousers don't, and I don't have to see that Aguero goal on every single advert for Sky. Happy days, you know. What I mean? <laughs> Tell you what, nah, trust we've man. Some, we've, got, we've got some good grounds. So I, we've got a couple of good Premier League years doing the rounds here, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and now and now twenty-two. I tell you what, that old uh, the old um, engraver there. You might as well get his own personal office at the Etihad, to be fair. Oh, there we go. It's, 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 you might as well get his own office. You've got to get this. I'm just joking aside here. Two back-to-backs in the last 10 years. No other manager's done that. You, you've got to take your hat off to Pepper and, and, and City for what they're achieving. Because I'll be honest with you, at 2-0 down, I was doing the old Vincent Company would never let this happen on his watch. Never, never, <laughs> never. I was yeah. that going through guys of yesteryear. You would have just felt more secure about. But I've, yeah, I've got you've got all y'all. All these guys here now. They've been through it time and time again, and they've just delivered. And I'll be honest, with you, I, yeah. couldn't be, I couldn't be happier. Actually, no, I trust man. Because I bumped into my friend this morning. He's a City fan, Car Walker. Not the Car Walker, the football, obviously the presenter. And uh, I was chatting to him because he's a great Manchester run. And I was, I remember what you said a few times a little while ago, Mike. She said it wasn't done or anything, but you, you said, I'm paraphrasing it, something like having faith in Pep, you know what I mean? Trusting that he'd get you over the line. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was saying that to him this morning. I said, if Pep Guardiola's got to beat Aston Villa at home, he's going to beat him. He'll find a way. Like, I can't see him not. Do you know what I mean? And whenever yeah. I was watching it, like, even at 0 0, I was watching it and he was going berserk at one point at Bernardo Silva. Like, he had him next to him and he was like, you know, waving his arms and, rah, 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 and like, and this is a nil-nil. Do you know what I mean? And I thought, I just mm-hmm. can't see, I can't see him not winning this this football match. Do you know what I mean? Like I just couldn't. Yeah. But at 2-0 down, I was a bit like, 
Oh, this is. Do you know what that was, Marty? <laughs> yeah. Do you know how we got to describe it? Yeah. Slippy G did Slippy G stuff. He slipped. He slipped it again for Liverpool, didn't it? They're calling Slippy G for a reason. Yeah. And he slipped it once again. He's got to be getting charged with treason him for, for by them scouts. There's no way they can accept him back on Merseyside, Joe. The guy had a 2-0 lead and slipped up and let City right back yeah. in the game. You know what I mean? Do you, know, do you know what we were saying? Like, would you reckon he'll, like, he'd have been on the bus with him for the parade if he'd have won it? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, he, would, like he was wrong. part of the team. Do you know what I mean? Like, hey. I mean, all, that, all that business with the trophy. He probably would have won it here, man. But yeah, I mean, that's the way of thinking it because you never would have given him a chance but 2 up with 20 minutes to go. They were, they were in it, and I was, when I was watching the city, I was like, City didn't seem to be playing the usual like game for me. They're pinging in a lot of sort of crosses and stuff that Tyrone yeah. Mings, who I don't really yeah, know, was bad. dealing with, making no, it look all good all of a sudden. And I was like, what's going on here? But credit where it's due, man. You know, Pep Guardiola got his substitution spot on. He kept going like what City do, and you know, water is wet, and City get over the line. It's what you know, it's what you've done in Pep Guardiola in, in the Premier League. Yeah, League. man. And do you know what? At the yeah. end, you know, the outpour of emotion from him was crying, crying his eyes out and all that. Do you know what I mean? Because it's a big thing, isn't it? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I remember everyone's. Listen, everyone said you couldn't do it away at Stoke. Do you get me? That's what man was saying. He was saying, oh, yeah, but can he do it? A cold, wet, wet rainy night at Stoke. This Stan Collymore was talking about, oh, well, he doesn't coach tackling and all that. And all this malarkey. <laughs> and listen, he's come to he's come, he's come to England, yeah? And he's bossed the Premier League, in it? Like, it is what it is. To me, Pep, one of the greatest of all time, 100%. Do you get me? It is what it is. And it's one of them, in it? Like, it's, obviously, he's going to go down in history. These are historic moments for Manchester City, innit? Do you know what I mean? And when you look, when we've watched their journey, we've all seen it from main road to where they are now. Regardless of the money involved, it's happened, innit? It is what it is. So we, we've got to take it for what it is. And right about now, they're living their moment. And the winning Premier League titles and, listen, Fergie called them the noisy neighbours. Well, the, the more than noisy. Do you know what I mean? The, the more than that, right right now, when United have got to take, we'll flip it onto United for a hot second. United have got to take this threat. See, it's not even a threat anymore. It's right there staring them in the face. Do you get me? So it's... The, on, in Manchester, yeah, like, we, like obviously us three are from Man, we get, we, we sense the feeling, we see it, we live it every single day. Whether that's City fans, United fans, you get me. There's always been a rivalry, but even so, when City were on on their come up and now where they are now, like boy, United fans are have, having a, a very tough time having arguments with City fans right about now. And listen, it was tough for City fans back in the day. Do you understand me? But it is what it is, and I just want to ask you, Mike Slim. Obviously, Michael Michael Richards, ex ex City player. He's in the studio and he's representing he's representing your club in it. Like, how do you view him as an ex-player, especially at times like this, representing your your club? Is 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 he a good ambassador for you? Would you prefer somebody else? Do you, like, do you love Michael? Do you like his energy? Do you like what he's doing? Because really and truly, the question I had on my lips today was, where was Graham Sooners? I didn't see Graham Sooners in the studio. I wanted to see Graham Sooners in the studio to see his face. I couldn't see him. I could see Michael celebrating. What's your thoughts on Michael, bro? No, no, I, I, I've got most respect for, for Michael Richards, to be fair. Like, you see, it, I, I couldn't come on here and say a bad word. A guy that's come through the youth team, won a Premier yeah. League title, 
won our first trophy in the FA Cup in 30 years with the club. And like you said, he does go on there and he, and he, and he, he does represent. And to be fair, he's a pressure share. He's, he gives you a laugh when he's up there, isn't he? Um, so yeah. obviously, obviously, I think, I don't know how I'd feel. So, I feel like for other clubs, he can be a bit out of stomach sometimes because he does wax lyrical about a good team. And some clubs don't, some some other fans don't like that. But I think he, he he's, he's, he's good at what he does. Goes up there, he, he, he reps the club. He gives some good insight into what's happening at the club as well. So, you know, there isn't really, as you say, there's people up there. He's slightly in a different position from... I don't know. I'll get your take on this, but when Gary Neville first came into the punch, you see, it did feel like mm. he had contacts within the club and he was getting news firsthand of what was happening on the ground. Whereas I don't yeah. know, it feels like he doesn't really get that information. He, he is like a fan now and the information he yeah. gets is second-hand. He is just a guy that gets his stuff from the papers where I feel like Michael Richards is still there. Like you say, I think I seen him online on the socials the other day. I don't know where he was, but he was somewhere and he's, he's just pulled Jack Grealish onto BBC Radio, BBC, um, Radio Manchester in, in, in a conversation. So he's still intertwined, he's still about. So he's, he's giving City fans an insight and fans of other clubs an insight of what's going on at the club. And I, I, I like him, I, I, I rate him. I like to say one thing I rate most of all, it's what he's done, his career path of winning trophies of a club that you've come through the youth team through to then go on and represent them um, on, 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 a, on a punch scale. Got nothing but respect for him. I think he's, a, I think he's, a, if he's still a bit of a raw pundit, but I think over the years, I think he'll become one of the best. No, I hear you, I hear you. Now, big up Michael Richards still. He is repping City out here, good and proper, do you know what I mean? Liverpool have their representatives, United have theirs, and Mike is doing his bit for City, do you know what I'm saying? So, Mike, when's the parade? Because I want to know what day it is. I might fly to Amsterdam. When is it? Tomorrow. It, Tomorrow? So, so it's, on, it's on Monday. So the day yeah, yeah these men have sorted it out. Carl Duno, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, Carl yeah. Duno mess about, you know. He gets things locked off straight away. That means Deansgate's going to listen because all the roads are closed today because of the great, the great Northern. But I'm, I'm not to do bare manoeuvres. You get me just, just to get, just to get to one shot. <laughs> hey, I was, I was running in it. I, I did the was you running today. in it? Yeah, bro. I did the same How you done a run? Listen, how you done a run, Marty, and come back and watch that United match? I do not know. Do you get me? I would have fell asleep. Me. I had a lot you know of pepper panga. I had to pound on them pavements, bro. Trust me. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what is interesting. It's like every time they do a parade, they do it. They picked a new route again. Exchange there they're going from this time. It's like we're running out yeah. of routes, lads. We're the only team showcasing Manchester in the world stadium. Oh, here, here we go. <laughs> Anything, when you're ready, lads, just let us know when you're ready. Listen, the, we, well, we wouldn't even allow our parade when we won last time we won the Champions League. They wouldn't even let us have one because of them Rangers fans. You're lucky you've got all these choices. Yeah. <laughs> Man said they need to find a new route, you know, don't be cheating. He's, he's, he's got the engraver who's now living at the Etihad. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, they're running out of roads in Manchester for the route. Hey, listen, do you know what, Marty? All we could do as, as United Even fans Gerard's is just laugh in it. Yeah, man. Do you know what I mean? But do you know what, yeah? Final word, say, on, on, on City. I ain't got that. Yeah, from me personally. I ain't got pundit, pundit. There's no final... <laughs> Zinchenko changed that game when he came. We've even got, we've got so much more to discuss. I don't. Wait, 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 wait. Do you know what? You know what? what? Oh, that's a good point because I was like, I had it on, and when he brought he brought Zinchenko on, and like I don't, you know, obviously you can correct me, and Mike, you see a lot of the kid, a lot more than I do. But I thought West Ham he looked all over the gaff. I was like, yeah. And then and then he brought him on, 
and I thought, right, you've got like Grealish and that on the bench and he's bringing him on. Obviously, Pep Guardiola knows far more about his team than I do and far more about football. But I was surprised just from an outside looking in the thought, oh, that's a bit of a left field move for me. I remember just before the derby, you were going through our team and you went, if there's a guy that I look at and think he's the weakest thing, you went to Inchenko. Yeah, but, but remember how I qualified that though? Just because he's the weakest link doesn't mean he's a bad player. If you've got a team of 11 mint players, one of them's got to be the weakest one. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I always thought I always thought him wasn't like, when I look at Kyle Walker, you ain't getting nothing out of him, to be honest with you. When I look at, mm. you know, Laporte or Diaz, or even if you have Stones in, which Zinchenko, obviously a very good player, but is he quite at that level? Not quite. So I don't think the kid's a bad player by any stretch. I just didn't think he was quite at the level of some of the others, which is, you know... Top tier in it at City at the minute, unfortunately. Yeah, he, yeah. he was he was Tay Tay right on today. To be fair, I think that's probably one of his best games in a City shirt. The confidence in that in a in a, in a league title mm. winning game where he's picking up the ball and driving into the box. I don't even think I've ever seen him do that. I'll be honest with you, it was mm. I was I was, I was uh, completely and utterly impressed with, with him. And I think yeah. in the second half, Foden stepped up and started playing. He started realizing, hang on a minute, we, we were about to throw this away. So there's a few that stepped up there, but you're right. I, I get it. You get me. If you're gonna pick a back four for City, you probably would be in it. But uh, hats off to him today. He was flipping class. He just came on there, took the ball, and he was driving into that box when he could, and, and, and creating all sorts of problems. Do you, uh, you know what that is, though, Mike? That's that's the definition of somebody grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck, isn't it? When you when you need someone to do that, especially at moments like that. That's what you need, isn't it? These these are key moments that people are never. No one's ever gonna forget that. Do you get me? Because that's... And obviously, he's going through a torrid time anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, with his family and his people back in in in, in, in the war and that. Do you know what I'm saying? So, for him, it's a big... Mo- I watched his interview after the match as well. Do you know what I'm Props to the kid. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he's come out there, fronted up, and he's talked about his his, 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 his countrymen and rare, rare, rare. And it's emotional for him. It's emotional for everybody involved. Do you get me? So, for him to win a league title, and he's not even a left-back. He's not even a left-back. But he's been performing there for Pep for how many seasons? Winning title after title after title, do you know what I'm saying? You can only give him a round of applause. And what one person do you want to mention before I actually flip off? Actually, Grealish came in, hundred million pound, won his first Premier League title. Didn't get on today, but it was the first on the pitch when the celebrations were going on. Do you know what I mean? So what is what it is for Grealish? How how how? What do you make of his first season, Mike? Out of ten, um, six and a half. But let's not forget, um, and and uh, it would have been more of a five. But for that goal against mm. West Ham, which basically has gifted, which is basically a big contribution towards this, this title, really. Um, but mm. I, I think there's more to come. I think we all know there's more to come from him. It's nothing like say that West Ham game was where he more looked like actually, you know, if he can get playing like this most weeks, he'll be a problem and a threat for, for most of the opposition and stuff. So I can't compare. I think I think really, I think really just done well. But before you do move on, though, last game of the uh, at, at the club of Fernandinho. Honourable mention, what a servant, nine years. And to end it in that way, I was so happy for him. I, 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 him alone, him him alone, I was happy for. And he got his send-off he deserved, you know, everyone's seen him off. Because I, I just dread, if we didn't see it out, um, it would have been empty. I'm guilty of that. I've done it for Pellegrini. <laughs> when Pellegrini... You got off, did you get off? Yeah. When Pellegrini, I was fuming on the Pellegrini and that. <laughs> I, 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 then I was absolutely... Yeah, I stopped. Stomped it home, you know. But, but, but I didn't... I didn't <laughs> yeah. And, and, that, and uh, to be fair, on hindsight, I wish I would say, but that's what football does to you sometimes as a fan and that. It just gets to your emotions yeah. sometimes. So I just... I, I, I want to... Like, to Fernandino, I was just so glad and happy that 
it ended like after him. Um, yeah, just delighting, like, yeah. No, no, nah, nah, big shout, big shout out to Ferdinand Dino. Now, hundred percent, and obviously next season, welcome to Erling Haaland, didn't it? Welcome to Manchester and all that. Someone send in the podcast, please. Do you get me? <laughs> you know what I mean? It is, it is, it is what it is. But listen, yeah, see, well done, congratulations. Now, moving on here now to Manchester United, not Where on earth do I start? Listen, this team is terrible, bro. Like these these guys. I thought to myself, do you know what I thought? I can't just watch the City match because I'm not being a United fan if I do that. No. That's what I was thinking, you get me? I thought, yeah. I've, got to, I've got to watch my team in it, so I put my team on. I saw that ugly kit and I thought, right, okay, let's just go, let's just end it. I saw Hannibal starting and I thought, all right, you know what? It's involved, let's see what goes. Then I saw Ilanga's name, then I saw Fred in midfield, then I saw Maguire and Lindelof and I thought, why have I tuned? Why on earth have I tuned into this? Do you get me? But I tuned in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, lad. Sorry, sorry, lad. Sorry, <laughs> this guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> sorry, lad. Go on, go on, go on, Do you know what? He's not even. He's not. He's not even been as bad as I thought. To be fair. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, but listen, Marty, talk to me about United, man, because what I saw again was was just shocking, bro. Guys can't even pass the ball five yards, bro. Do you get me? They're not, they're not passing to each other. I'm seeing guys give the possession away and then goals are getting conceded. I'm seeing man get dashed to the floor like like do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, bro. What 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 where do we go from here? I'm I've run out of words, bro. Um um do you know what, Pundit? I'm with you. You know me, I'm quite defensive at times of some of the players and I stick up for them a little bit more than perhaps I should do. Try, you know, with the young, I'll give them the benefit of doubt if having a, a bit of bad form, whatever. But there's no excuse in what I've seen this season. It's been terrible. You said it, just a terrible football team. And I look at it and I think, you know, Eric Ten Hag was in the stands there today. You've got a reason. You know, you shouldn't have a reason anyway when you put on a United shirt to turn up. But there's an extra reason there because you should be mm. trying to impress the next manager. And did anyone today look like they were trying to impress anybody? We were just no. awful throughout. And I was a bit like you. I was sort of struggling to watch it. I put it on, obviously. I was doing a watch along and had it on. Yeah. But I was distracted on like the, what was going on with the title race. But I was watching it and every yeah. time I seen it, I see players giving the ball away. I see wastefulness again. It, you know, when we did get in front of the goal, it looked like we ran out of ideas defensively. Yet again, all over the gaff. And I'm looking at, you know, we just had a, a discussion, and I want to move on from City, but it's relevant. You know about Zinchenko, and and you know, is he the weak link or whatever, and whatever. But I look at our back four in a minute, especially our fullbacks. I don't think anyone would say them in the the, mm. the, the fullbacks. In the, you think you're getting down to like, I don't know. I, I'm. I think you'd struggle for a Premier League club that what either of them, honestly. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be melodramatic. Yeah. I'm being honest with you now, Pundit. They, I don't yeah. see them walking into even the teams that are struggling because they're just not good enough. And I think that Eric Hag has got to be sitting there and he's got to be scratching his head going, what am I doing? Like, not what am I doing, but what am I going to do with this lot? Because there's, I don't care, we didn't have Rashford, we didn't have yeah. Ronaldo. But, I mean, Rashford struggled all season. Anyway, we didn't have, we're missing a few players, but still, you've got to put a team out there, a team that cost a lot of money, a team that should be able to at least make a game of it against Crystal Palace. And yet, we just didn't, we're just second best all over the pitch against a team that's, you know, cost about, what, one-tenth of ours? It's just unacceptable. No, it's unacceptable, bro. And like you we said the, a few weeks ago, Exactly. The final irony. Yeah. Wilfred, right? You know what I mean? Right. The, the guy we let go, the guy we gave sixty minutes against Norwich in the League Cup. Do you know what I mean? Like, honestly. Yeah, I've seen that. him. 
I've seen him shake off Lindelof and them, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was easy peasy. And, and you know what? A lot of the time, like we said a few weeks ago, these United players have been in Benidorm for how many months? Do you know what I mean? And they've just been chilling and they're coming to play Premier League games and fans are paying good money, you know? Fans are paying good money to go travel to watch these bums, you know what I mean? Do what they need to do. And they're not doing it. Do you know what I'm saying? And do you know what? They deserve every bit of flat that, that they've been getting because it's disgraceful. And this isn't like, it's not like you're playing for a League One team. And no, and do you know what? I'd, I'd probably get more fight out of a League One team, a League Two team, do you know what I'm saying? And that's no disrespect to them because they're hardworking men as well. But these guys are Manchester United at the moment. Ten Hag and his assistant sat in that stand. I saw Ten Hag shaking his head a few times. He must be, like you said, he must be thinking, what on earth am I going to do with these men? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But listen, we all know how football works. One minute, someone can look bad. The next minute, they can look, oh, actually, he's all right. Do you know what I mean? That's how football can go. But I tell you what, if, if, if John Murto phones my phone call, phones my phone tonight, the first thing I'm telling him is, listen, everyone up for sale. Everyone. Even Ronaldo pundit. Everybody has said, John, every single person in that building is up for sale. Do you know what I mean? Because, listen, United need to act quick and fast and get the guys through the door who are going to build a team spirit and a team bond and give something back to the fans. Give it, have a relationship with the fans. It's all broken. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like they had a team meal a few um, last week, whatever. Man didn't turn up. Certain man didn't turn up. Do you get me? This isn't a team, bro. This is just a bunch of individuals doing their own thing. And that's what Ten Hag's going to have to come in there and sort out as soon as possible. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's going to be it's going to be hard work. Bruno, like, <sighs> Bruno, man. Like you said, the full backs, the low. Sometimes he looks messy. He's young. He's trying to make his way in the game. But sometimes he looks messy and he's not doing the correct things half the time. Do you know what I'm saying? And, that's, and, that, and that, that needs sorting out. And do you know what? There's hope. There is a little bit of hope. Do you know what I'm saying? But things have to change quick. What do you think of um, the Hayes comments after the game? Have you, uh, like, like, have you, have, have you heard his comments? I've watched, yeah, I've watched the video a few times, probably, because he's called... He's what did he say? It. Well, there was, a, there was um, quotes during the rounds that said he said that the team had been poor. Um, he's done his, you know, he's yeah. been playing well, and uh, but he'd been in a poor team, and the team was poor, so there yeah. wasn't much he could do. Now he's saying that I submit, he's been, um, he's been misquoted. Now I watched the video again, and I think to be fair to him, the quote that was given, United District, mm. this aggregated site report, this is the quote they've put from David Nahea speaking to MUTV. I've been working hard, um, to be honest, um, in the summer to get here and show my level and help the team. I think I did well, but this is a poor team. The team is poor, so it doesn't matter what I did. Now, he's, quote, he's replied to that saying, I didn't say this. Check the facts before sharing. I've watched the video, and I, I, I do think, and I'm not just saying this, because I don't really have a dog in a fight. If he, if he thought I'd said it, I'd tell you the truth. I think he yeah. says it's a sport. It's a team sport. And I think he corrects himself. I think he says it's a sport team, uh, uh, the, the team sport. Right, his accent, right. It seems yeah, like it's yeah, seems yeah. poor team, teams, teams poor, which is why he corrects himself to say team sport rather than sport team, because obviously that's the wrong way around. So I, I do think he's telling the truth there when he says he didn't say that. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I, I wouldn't blame him too much if he did say poor team because we've been shocking, but I don't think that's the case. I think this has just been sort of misconstrued because of his accent and whatnot. Yeah. Now I hear that, I hear that. Yeah, nice one for clearing that up still because, yeah, I saw them same quotes as well, saying the team's poor and this and that and this and that. But, and a lot of people have turned around and said, well, who's he to talk? Did you get me conceded out how many goals, how many goals even, in season? This, but, is the, this is the irony, like, he's not even said it. He's been misquoted. Now he's getting grief anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one thing he did, yeah, the one thing, 
thing he did say, which I agree with, which is he, he's just glad that the season's ended. And I think every United fans like that, they, they just want to forget about this season totally and forever, like, like as, though, as though it didn't exist. You know what I mean? But obviously, Ten Hag's going to come in. There's no point talking about the game. United lost, and that's what it is. They're in the Europa League, luckily. Do you know what I mean? So they're in the Europa League, which will give them a chance of getting back into the Champions League if they take it serious. Gives Ten Hag a chance to build a team make mistakes, sort out formations, see which players he prefers on a Thursday, doesn't prefer on a Thursday. All of that stuff's going to go on next season. Do you know what I mean? The transfers have got to get done quickly, as I mentioned before. And, and, and to be honest with you, like, uh, for me personally, Mo, I, I'll be honest, I don't, I'm not giving Tanakh five years. I don't think this is a five-year thing, simply because I believe United have got the infrastructure, I believe they've got the money, and I believe if the coach is good enough, this can get done. Fairly quickly. I'm not, when I say get done, I'm not expecting United to go and win three titles in a row. What I'm saying, they should be challenging. Like, maybe win one, but at least up there challenging and competing properly. Last stages of the Champions League when they get back in it and the league title. I'm saying 18 months. I need to start seeing something because, listen, when Lampard and the, had all them youths at Chelsea, I didn't hear anybody say, these kids are going to need five years. This team's going to need another five years. Boom, boom, boom. It's up in the transfer market. Boom, 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 boom. Tuchel come in with the same bunch of guys and won the Champions League within six months. So to me, if Ten Hag's a good manager, this season, the first year, I'm going to give him a free year to Bly. Because I'm going to allow him to take What's out the weeds. Year? What's the free year? Top right, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you now. Nah, this is what, basically, I don't expect United to finish any lower than seventh at any time, any given time. But what I'm trying to say to you is, I'm going to give Ten Hag 12 months, free transfer, with two, three, two to three transfer windows. Forget January, because that's after the World Cup. It's going to be very, very difficult. But I'm going to give him this summer and next summer, yeah, to get rid of the weeds, get rid of all the, all the, the rotten soil, plant his new soil, plant some new seeds, and then by next season, middle of next season, I need to start, some, I need to start seeing some growth. I need to start seeing some seedlings of what it is we're trying to achieve in it. Because this isn't an easy job. Let's, we all know that. But I, don't, I ain't giving him five years. Now, do you know what? I was talking about this on the on the, the watch along today and I said, it's easy after a game like today and a season like we've had to go, it's five years, you know, it's going to take it forever to sort this mess that out. Sort of so, yeah. Yeah, it's going to take forever. Like, it was such a mess. You know, it's going to take longer. And you think, to be honest with you, yes, it's not going to be an overnight fix, especially when you look yeah. at the gap between ourselves and City and ourselves and Liverpool because he's massive. Yeah. I don't just mean in yeah. points, but I mean in terms of quality as well. But I do want to see progress. I do want to see something. And I think also as well, don't underestimate what two or three good signings can do for you. They can get yeah. you going again. A good manager who gets the system going with some a few good signings. You know, we made one good signing under Ollie. We lost at home to Burnley, right? We were six points off top four, right? It's a lot one of the lowest points in my life, not my life, as a United fan, but as well, recently yeah, yeah. it was. I thought, this is it. Ollie's going to get sacked. The team's a mess. We ain't getting top four. We're a, we're a joke. We signed Bruno, and it just seems to give us that little bit of something we needed in midfield at the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rashford's runs and Martial's runs are getting picked up. Do you know what I mean? Pogba comes back from injury, obviously, that helps. And we went on a 21 game unbeaten run, and we get third. So that's yeah. one signing. So I think, you know, two or three good signings can make all the difference when you've got a manager who knows what he's doing. I don't think we'll be challenging for the title next season. I think you're right on that front. But I think I think you're talking a lot of sense there. With one season where you go, okay, just take stock a little bit. Like, similar to what Klopp did and Pep did a little bit in their first season. Yeah, yeah, of, of course. Club, seeing what's going on, really, and who can I trust, yeah. who's good enough. Do you know what I mean? A little bit of that going on. Then the second season, you want to see something, not just yeah. assessing. You've got to be, yeah. like, challenging. 
for, for trophies and, you know, moving towards the top end of the table. So now I hear that because I think it's too easy yeah. after today and after this season to go, this guy, wait, until, it's going to be 2027 before we're, we're challenging. Well, it shouldn't be because you're right. Yeah. Regardless of the mess Manchester United are in, we're still going to have money. We've still got some good players, believe it or not. We've still got some good young players. Just won the FA Youth Cup. Got some good young players coming through there. And we've yeah. still got a load of loanees, some of whom have done quite well as well. So I think it's, you know, it's one of them where you get a year, fair enough, but after that, shows what you're made of properly. Yeah, for example, and I can't sit here and expect Pochettino to have won a trophy in the four or five years he was at Spurs and then sit back and say, well, I don't expect my... Manchester United manager to win a trophy. You get me how stupid would I sound? And I'm not stupid. So therefore, I'm not giving him five years. But it is what it is, isn't it? He's got a lot of work to do. What do you make of the Pogba situation? Obviously, it sounds like you might be going to Juventus or PSG. If you was him, where would you go? I mean, there's, there's two sides to it. Everyone sort of disrespects PSG, don't they? Everyone looks at PSG as a sort of yeah. like, oh, what are you going there for? And But if you're French and like, you know, you're a French icon as well for your national team and you've got Mbappe there and Neymar, you might look at it and go, well, I wouldn't go there. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to win French titles. Yeah. I've won Serie A already and I might have a better chance of the Champions League at PSG than I would have at Juve. So I won't blame him if he went to PSG. I think it'll be more embarrassing from United point of view if he went to Juve, just because of the fact that we had him, we had him through the academy. We got him from the Arbor, obviously, but it was academy products. He went to Juve on a free. We bought him off Juve for 89 million quid. And he's going to go back to Juve on a free. Just that sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? It just sounds so stupid from a Manchester United point of view that we've yeah. allowed that to happen. But yeah, I think I think maybe PSG might be the one for him because they'll give him like mega money as well. And obviously what's going on with Mbappe there, it looks like they're really sort of going for it, aren't they, in terms of trying to kick on a little bit and get that elusive championship. Yeah. Yeah well, yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? And obviously, the, the United United got a bit of a compensation fee still. I think it was only like £800,000 for Pogba when he left Jesus the first time. Christ. But you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's, it's very embarrassing, isn't it? And it is what it is. But yeah, moving on from Pogba, obviously, Van der Beek scored versus Arsenal, didn't he? That's ironic. So he should be back in the squad next season for um, Ten Hag. We'll see what happens. There's a lot open. I'm, do you know what? I'm very, very, very intrigued to see. I'm even intrigued to see how and how it's going to get Ronaldo to fit into his system because I do believe if you've got a system and you use Ronaldo correctly he still will score goals but he's got a, the team has to function for that but with, it's all up in the air and that's what happens in it like when you change managers new fresh ideas new new set of eyes Steve McLaren's back all of that's back so we'll see what happens you know what I'm saying but listen um, you mentioned Mbappe there so I'll touch on him quickly obviously it's, I, I was talking to a few man the other week and I was saying yo it's a new area you know the cartel doesn't stay the same now check this yeah Real Madrid and all that when they used to click their fingers, everybody used to run. Man would swim there. Man would walk to Real Madrid. It's a new day, people. Do you understand me? Because Real Madrid have just lost out on Erling Haaland and Kylian Mbappe, two of the top five world's top young superstars. They haven't got him. They've lost him to City and PSG. The new kids on the block, new money will override size and status. That's what I'm saying. And at the, at the moment, that's what's happened. And for Real Madrid, obviously, for Mbappe, Mike's... Like, you have got Foden and Haaland, two of the top five best youngsters in world football. PSG have got Mbappe. Do you know what I mean? What's going on? Like, you, like, do you see yourself as, like, a PSG? Or do you actually see yourself slightly like different to them? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I, I, like you say, I think PSG were formed in the 70s, isn't it? I think there's a bit of a, a, a bit of a disrespect with City at times. We're, we're over 100 year old football club in it, and people's because of the yeah. money's coming, they want to disregard that. But you make a fair point, though. You know, when Real Madrid for me have always been the biggest club in the world. United fans used to think they were, and as you said, Real Madrid clicked the fingers. Ronaldo went running straight down, <laughs> straight on a plane. And that got straight off the wedding party. So I go to a bigger. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang on a minute. He gave us another year, right? We we asked for another year. He gave it us. He got us to the Champions League final. Trying to retain it. We lost the final to Barca. So it wasn't like he clicked his finger and he went running. He went there, which is fair enough. But it wasn't like that was that. Do you know what I mean? All I'm saying, what is Erling Haaland had a choice between the superpower. A Man City, and he chose City in it, and and and, and I don't think now now pundits made a point there about money and all that. I don't think the packages would have been too dissimilar to be honest with you. He, he he's made a choice there. Pep Guardiola is in charge of one club, playing great football, and and he wants to be part of it. Let's just accept it. We're in a different era. People want to be part of it, no matter what way you want to look at it. The football inside, it's just all going fantastic at the minute, and and, and guys want to be part of it. Innit? Guys want to join. The whole thing and just want to be part of it. And like I said before, as you know, we've used Ronaldo as the example, and that when when you know I think Gerard PK is another one when the, the Spanish giants come come begging. I, I, you it, guys, so what, it, 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 here we go again, Barcelona, right? We got PK from Barcelona. We gave him back there, right? <laughs> That's like, my, do you know what I mean? Guy, are you gonna have to get out of the encyclopedia? This guy's going on with himself, bro. You get me? Right. Talk to I'm him, bro. He ain't gonna Beckham show up now, you know. You know what I mean? They wanted Beckham. They got Beckham. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was it. Nah, trust man. But nah, on a real level though, yeah, the streets are different now, people. Do you know what I mean? Like there's PSG, there's there's other options out there. Do you know what I mean? Real Madrid, Barcelona, Man United, still three of the biggest in the world. Do you know what I mean? And the scouts just think they can tag along, but it is what it is. But listen, obviously. It's the end of the season, isn't it? So just a quick, a few quick fire questions. Obviously, the relegated team did. Did a team get relegated that you didn't want to get relegated for you, man? Or did everyone get relegated which you wanted to get? I wanted Burnley out of there personally. Norwich as well, and Watford. All of them gone. I'm happy. Do you know what it is, right? I don't like Leeds, but I think if you take the Leeds games out of this season, it's a complete and utter disaster for United. <laughs> They're like two of the only games I've enjoyed this season. So maybe yeah. it's a good job they stayed. And I've got no love for Burnley with that All Lives Matter, oh, White Lives Matter banner nonsense. So they can yeah. get in the bin. Norwich, they, they'll be they'll be back next year or the year I know. next. I'm sick of them, you know, bro. I know. And Watford, who have eight managers a season, I'm sick of the sight of them as well, to be honest with you. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not really, to be honest with you. Yeah, I suppose uh, for me... <laughs> it's going to sound a thingy obviously we're successful I love it but there's still a better part of me that just lives on I don't know why it's still inside me I love a big club going down me I'll be honest with you so any one of them I I, I wanted a Leeds or a Newcastle to go or any not Everton I don't mind Everton actually I wanted one of them to go just because of what happened to us and I've never gotten over it but the fact that they're still here it's all better for the league Um, I hope Forrest come up personally out of the the guys in the playoffs yeah Um, yeah I do, yeah. But no, like you said, I think I'm in agreement. The, the guys that have gone down, worst teams in the league, so deserve to go, really. No, I hear that. So next season, team to look out for. Personally, 
for me, Newcastle yeah. are good a team I feel like I, I'm going to look out for most most stuff. Just simply because obviously we know the, like, they've got the finances to improve themselves. And do you know what's interesting for me? Eddie Howe, he's a point of interest for me because like, I don't know if I mentioned it before, obviously there's certain managers, in, especially in England, they're very ignorant in it. Like he'd, Guys like him and Potter, but especially Graham Potter, they'd be managing Dortmund if they were in Germany. You know? they, in these countries, they hire guys from lower teams that haven't really done too much, but I've got a philosophy in a way of playing. So I'm very, very interested to see how Eddie Howe's going to handle money, how he's going to handle dealing with egos that could be to that dressing room. And whether, do you know what, whether we've looked down on him a bit too early, do you know what I mean? So they're a point of in, in, interest for me. What about you, man? City again, isn't it? We're good side, but Harlan coming. <laughs> You put sticky your neck out there. Uh, that nice, eh? Coming out of left field with that one, do you reckon? The Premier League champions with Ireland in them might be uh, ones to watch. I think Newcastle will, will be one. I don't, I, 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 this is one of those. I'm going to say one here now, which is probably going to get laughed at in 12 months' time, but I. I if, if Everton get rid of Lampard, I just feel like he could move up the table. I just don't think Lampard's a guy. But because their, their, their chairman's willing to invest. So I yeah. do think that they could be one to watch, but not with him at the, not with him in charge. Yeah. My, who for you? No, um, do you know what it is, right? I know this sounds crazy because of all the dramas they've got and they're going to lose some players. But Chelsea always seem to sort of somehow end up winning things. Do you know what I mean? I know they didn't this season. Mm-hmm. They've had got to two finals and lost them. But I wouldn't be surprised if next season they win something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no one expected them to win them two Champions Leagues. And they've won a few titles where people thought, oh, they're going to win it this year. And they have done. So I think you've always got a sort of, as one to watch, because obviously the main ones would be the Scousers and, the, and City. But I think as, well, as a sort of dark horse, it could be Chelsea again. I think like, yeah. they might just surprise a few people because it annoys me. But they just have that way, don't they? Of just somehow yeah. come out smelling of roses when even when things look like they're all imploding for him. Yeah, the see the thing is, but what's gonna it's a good point you made there, because what's interesting is obviously Roman Abramovich, he was the kind of guy behind it all, didn't it? Now he's not there. Were their were their kind of thought process change? Because if a manager weren't doing well, he he had no problem sending a man on gardening leave. He had no problem telling a man to go and plant some potatoes at home and all that. Like, he had no problem doing that. Bro. Do you remember when Di Matteo won the bro. Champions League and within about three months he sacked? <laughs> yeah, bro. But you know what? You got to give it. You, like you got to give it to guys that make ruthless decisions and get and actually get success from doing it. Because Chelsea have been one of the, the most successful English club in the last twenty years because of all of that. So yeah. you might you might be right there. You know, Chelsea might pop up next season still and do their thing because they've got the infrastructure there. But yes, yeah, all up in the air with them. Well, it's not all up in the air because I think that Todd Bowley guy. I think he's the yeah, owner now, isn't it? So we'll see it. Yeah. He's got a bit of cash as well. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they were still able to sort of buy the 80, 90 million pound players if they needed to. Yeah. Okay. The last question on, 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 on this. If you had to pay for a ticket to go and watch another Premier League club, which team would you go and watch? Do you know what I mean? That's it's, a tough one, that. <laughs> do you know what? I'll be honest. Well, I think I'd only, I'd take, I'd take a tenner out of my pocket to go and watch a Graham Potter team, you know, at Brighton. I like, I like the way he plays football. I, I think I'd go to the Amex and enjoy the match personally. And Danny Welbeck there, who helps us get Europa today with his with his goal as well. <laughs> you can't go wrong watching Welbeck. <laughs> hey, love that guy. Um, now they play good football. I think I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm a bit sort of getting it a bit wrong, but from what I've seen of Spurs under Conte, they seem to have kicked on a little bit. And Son's obviously, yeah. you know, found a new level. So. 
And I've always found Spurs very inoffensive. Like, if I went to yeah. City or Liverpool, the football would be great, but I wouldn't enjoy it because it's City and Liverpool. If I sat yeah. watching Spurs, I wouldn't mind them because it's just sort of, do you know what I mean? There's no there's nobody's basically. Yeah, there's no history or anger towards Spurs. Like, <laughs> I know they got top four today. I was actually chuffed because I didn't want Arsenal to get it. So yeah, like, you know what? yeah, I could sit and watch the Spurs team on the country. Yeah, honest. they look like Mike. Tell her when you put. It's a weird one. Okay. The weird one for me is because I can't stand the manager. Um, I don't like his brand of football, but I have enjoyed watching West Ham this year. Um, David Moyes. No, what's happened to your footballing brain, son? No, no, no. But forget David Moyes for a second. You got to admit, not a lot of the teams in the Premier League. Antonio, and not a lot of teams in the Premier League are great at this possession based and doing things right way. But West Ham just have a goal, don't they? They just have a goal, and they've got players that that cause you problems and stuff. Like say they, you know, they did something you guys didn't do this year. They took points off Liverpool. So hey, you've got a cheat talking talking like cheat talking like half of your struggles versus West Ham last week. You get me? Got a big cheek on boy. Oh calm this guy down. This you know what? I can't even say anything because West West Ham have got like have got a better goal difference than United this season. Everything that What score did they finish? What score? Was one all, wasn't it? The Drew. Nah, I think so. I'm not even too sure. West Ham now they lost to Brighton. Brighton did they lose? Yeah. Yeah, Welbeck got the last goal. That's what I was on about. Because Brighton beating him meant made it guaranteed that us uh, that we got um, Europa. If they'd have, won, they'd have won, we'd have had conference, not Europa League. Oh, I say that they back had... then. If they didn't get using the Europa Conference, I say that all back. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with Pundit. It was the Brighton lads that did it. So I, I'll probably go, even though I've got Spurs, I'll go and watch Brighton with you. Yeah, but go watch. But what, what I will say about Spurs is that if, if Daniel Levy decides to act properly and back Antonio Conte with signings, Tottenham have already got a front line that can win a Premier League for me. Son and Kane and Kulusevski, that's good enough to win a Premier League title as, as, as a forward line. Now, if they back him to build the rest of the team around that, Tottenham could be a very big problem if if Conte gets all his signings in place, because he's no joke of a manager him. Remember, he took over Spurs and they were, what, 7th or 8th or something? Now they ended up in 4th. United missed out, man. They were slapping. But it is what it is. And do you know what? Yeah, we love football, innit? And, and like I said, innit? We've had a great season all round. And do you know what? To all the listeners listening, pick up yourselves, you know, because, listen, for a couple of us here, this is the first time we've done a little podcast and chat and that, do you know what I mean, every week. And like, like, like we've heard the support, we've heard the support from you and all that. So we appreciate that, do you know what I mean? Tuning in every week, hearing my loud mouth and Mike's bragging every week about City's wins and all that. So, oh, do you know no, what? No, got... no, I, don't <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just talking facts, but before we do shoot up, I do want to give an honorable mention out um, to a couple of guys. Like I say, um, Oliver M. M. B. That's how you pronounce it. I don't know. I got the shout. Much appreciated the support. Big shout out to Imran and Rob P. that tune in avidly most weeks and that. I just appreciate the support, really, from, from, from all the guys and that. Yeah, man. Yeah, Big up. yeah man. Definitely. It's, 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 it's weird because I noticed, you know, the amount of stick I was getting off City fans increased a lot when I started doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but it's all, it's all been good, man. We've had some great support. And, uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. Even though United have been awful and City have won yet another 
Premier League title. Yeah, I'll, I'll take my medicine. I'll take it like a man. It has been a lot. Hey. I've enjoyed it, and you know, onwards and upwards. Hey, listen, and people, if you see if you see a guy swinging from a lamppost on the parade on Deansgate, it's Mike's. That's who it is. Take a picture and send it to me. It's Mike's. You get me. But listen, big up every single one of you, like I said in it, for tuning in and sharing and posting and doing what you need to do. Do you know what I mean? Big up. But listen, people, obviously, it's the end of a season, Premier League season. It's been a wonderful year all round. Do you know what I mean? And listen, it's big summers, both for City and, and for United. You're going to go for the Champions League most more than likely again next season. Pep. What's the what, what's gonna happen with his contracts? Tenard, all sorts going on at Man United. So lots of questions that are gonna get answered. Plus, it's World Cup next season, which is a big, big thing. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. But listen, people, you know where we're at in it. Like, um, so if you want to listen to previous, even previous pods in the season, check us out on Google, WhatsApp, do you know what I mean? Spotify and all that. We're all on there, do you know what I mean? So DJ, play the music, you get me, because you know what? Season finale. Like I said, I, I right at the start, listen, it was a movie at the Etihad. There was all kinds of nonsense going on at Sellers Park. But you know what? In August, we go again, don't we? Do you know what I'm saying? So listen, City fans, United fans, wherever you are across the world, big yourselves up. Manchester people, big yourself up. And listen, everybody that's tuned in, take care. And until next time, yeah, we're gone. Podcast Network.